What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, holding it down for the most. What's up, everybody? Welcome. This is, you know, if you're new to this show, this is kind of our weekly wrap-up of all things going on around the world of Apple. And there was no bigger week in leaks in a long time than this week because I don't know if you heard, but someone happened to leak many, many details of Apple Glass. You might have heard of him. We actually had him on this show about a month ago, John Prosser, the man, the myth, the legend. I like to call what he drops John Bombs from Front Page Tech, and I have him on the show. We talk all about it, so you know, if you don't want any spoilers, because eventually you're going to find out about this thing, maybe you don't want to listen to the show. I know some people said, man, I wish I didn't know, but at the same time, you want to know because you're curious. So we're going to jump into that interview in a moment, but again, this show is all about you all. I want you to call in because it just makes it fun. It adds so much texture and Apple Bits Nation goes strong. So call us by recording a voice memo and then send it to applebitsshow at gmail.com. If you've heard the show, name, where you're from, your questions, your comments, your thoughts, your concerns. I'm really curious to hear about your reactions for this Apple Glass, what it means, and if you're seriously considering it because I don't wear glasses, but it sounds pretty juicy. Also, you know this show is completely independent. You can support it at patreon.com slash Tong, starting at $2 per month. I talk about it all the time. I'm going to actually ease off the ads here. So for those of you that listen regularly but don't contribute yet, you'll know what it feels like to kind of have an ad-free show. So let's just jump right into it. Here is everything that we know and that you need to know about Apple Glass. All right, I had to bring him back on the show. Scoop de jour. I like to call him John Bombs because, goodness, <laughs> you, you, you blow up the internet, JP. John Prosser in the house for Front Page Tech. Thank you so much for coming back. I think it was about a month you were on here, and you said, you said when you left, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to ease up for a little bit. It's I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> you did. And I don't think I'm going to, first of all, obviously... You know, I've got nothing but love for you, mad respect from for always just the crazy stuff you're doing. But I do not believe we have seen a leak like this other than the iPhone four or five, whatever it was, getting left at a really we could think of all the details. If you think about the comprehensive details that we have at this point, this far ahead of the potential launch, and we're talking about Apple Glass for anyone that hasn't been up to date, and we will talk about this stuff in detail, but I don't think I've heard or remembered a leak this crazy good. Um, some people are happy about it. Some people are sad because I even saw comments like, dude, I was waiting you for ruined this. It. You've, <laughs> you, yeah, you've ruined the one more thing. <laughs> and I know you've heard this. So what? Uh, how do that you That makes feel? me laugh. Just like, you don't have to watch. You know the episode's about them. You don't got to watch it. I know, but people can't help themselves. I mean, I how, how has the <laughs> feedback for you been with this just complete John bomb. I mean, it's been interesting. I uh, definitely didn't expect it. Like, uh, it's been. First of all, am I th- am I the first repeat guest? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say first repeat leaker guest. <laughs> How, okay, okay. I, my do goal wanna... here is to be the most repeated guest. How? Oh can, my gosh! What, what don't, number don't... do I have to beat? I think you have to get to like four or five right now. Okay, that's easy. I want to be in the yeah, Brian yeah. Tong Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's I what mean, I want. You, you're in my Hall of Fame, baby. I don't. <laughs> I, I respect your time. That's why. That is why. 
So um, just make me a permanent co-host. Fine, fine. If that's if that's you want, they'll they'll be coming for both of us soon. Then um, Siri just asked me. She's like, I, I don't I don't know what you said. I don't know. I'm not sure I understand. I didn't ask you for anything, Siri. So let's just first jump into it. You know this this chat, our little chit chat, can go in any direction. But okay, right. you, you dropped the news about Apple Glass. I'm just gonna give you the floor to at least initially talk about some of the first things and how this all came together. So this is a story that I've been working on for almost two months. I mean, last time we did the podcast together, I was talking about, I think I had told you either on the podcast or privately that I was working on this story. Yeah, it was, it was off the um, podcast. So I've been working on it for a bit, and uh, I just I wanted to make sure that I was able to give you know, a comprehensive report. I didn't want to just do, you know, bits of pieces, bits and pieces of information here and there. I wanted to give our first real good look at what we can expect from these things. Um, I'm fascinated by them. I'm super excited. For some reason, you know, out of all the reports I've had, this seems to be the most controversial, and I can't quite figure out why. Uh, there's, you know, there's really no in between. There's either people like. You know, they trust me and the and the sources in the report, at least, you know, that I wouldn't lie about it. Uh, and then you have, you know, journalists, people that refer to themselves as journalists mm -hmm. because they, you know, they write on a blog somewhere, <laughs> just outright calling it BS, uh, you know, for the, for like the last couple of days, just, you know, journalists, they'll they'll call the report BS and then block me on Twitter, which is funny because if you have questions, I would be the person to ask mm -hmm. if you have questions about the report. But. Um, you know, I, I think that the the iPhone SE stuff taught me a lot. Uh, would it, had the iPhone SE come out yet? It had not. The last time you were on, I think you were you were basically we were at a point where we were saying it's probably coming within the next week or so, and then it, yeah, and then hours before it came out, I think you dropped the dropped the info, and then it yeah, you know, even though you'd already said hey, it's coming around this yeah, week, I, and it did. I, yeah, I gave the uh, on March. 30th i think is when i said april 15th was the date so and it came out that day so that would that would have been real real terrible if uh this po if your podcast went out with me saying the 15th and then it got, i got it wrong no but he here's the thing um before we get into the actual details of glass and we'll talk about this stuff more you see yeah. even if you even if they didn't drop it on the 15th you know the info that you have is very specific, more specific than a lot of reports that we get. And so to me, we know that as someone who gets this stuff early, it can always change. We always have to preface yeah. that. But when it doesn't change and when it's on point, then people have to show some respect. And I think that that is where some people just don't want to believe that there's someone that has information this good yeah, right now. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that has changed since I lasted the podcast with you was that, you know, back then, I say back then, it was only like a month or so ago. <laughs> crazy. Um, there was still like the people that were considering that maybe I'm just making it all up. And now that part's out the window. Now I'm definitely, obviously I'm not guessing or making it up. Um, so it's interesting to see that with the Apple glass report is that, you know, for some reason people just assume that I'm making it all up. Uh, and if I, I mean, I can tell you this, if I was going to make it, if I was going to make it up, I would have made something up that was way cooler than what I reported. <laughs> <laughs> so let's <It's> way cooler. <laughs> so, so let's talk about. It. I'm going to give you the floor, and if if I have to direct you in any way, which I'm not going to, um, I will. But let's just start about what you first talked about. And um, thanks for just first of all, you know what I think. What's cool about you, and 
is that you're willing to let this information out. And people like me who cover, you know, Apple rumors and just the Apple world, some people got mad at me for for reporting what you reported, and I give you really credit like four or five times. But the thing about it is that, look, it's interesting how people don't get mad when I've reported about an outlet that is right. released leaks, but some people got really mad, and so I, I was like, huh, that's an interesting dynamic that I didn't I didn't expect, but. What I appreciate is that you're cool about it because you're not, you're not, it's really interesting. A lot of people think you're trying to start beef, but you're really just reporting what you <laughs> Yeah, absolutely know. not. I, you know, whatever. We're Everyone all on the same team. Yeah. So, okay. So Apple Glass, let's, people that are like, dude, get to the freaking details, guys. <laughs> let's talk about Apple Glass. Okay. What, so what I'll run down, I'll run down the, the, like the notes for my report that I gave this yeah. week and I'll add some extra stuff that I have since then. Um, so the original report, uh, the name, the marketing name is Apple Glass, uh, similar like Google Glass. Um, we've been playing around with a bunch of stuff like eyeglass, uh, Apple glasses. I, I, um, I, I. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it seems like the name is Apple Glass. Uh, now, the the biggest shocking thing to me, you know, when I was gathering information for the story was I always and I'm not sure why I did maybe because you know, first product in this category, never really seen it before. I expected something like a thousand dollars, $2,000 in that price range. Totally agree. But what we're looking at is something that's four ninety nine for the base for just like the frames. Um, plus the price of your prescription, which Apple will do themselves. Uh, so I, I assume there's going to be limitations there. Like if you have bifocals, it might not work or I'm sure we'll find out, but from what I know, you can't just like buy the frames and then take them somewhere else and say, "Hey, can you have my prescription?" Because they're transparent lenses that uh, that have transparent displays. So, oh, so that that's, yeah. a, that's a subtle detail that I, if I recall, wasn't originally in the story, but you've kind of been able to flesh that out a little bit. Yeah. Well, so I actually, you know, I have a video of the prototype, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I love so, how you say, "Hey." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I want to make it clear I have a video of it. I don't have the actual thing. I don't want Steve Jobs sending a SWAT team over here to get it like they did with the iPhone 4. Um, yeah, so it's it seems like the closest thing Intel had a pair or a technology that they were doing with transparent displays for lenses that they were trying to sell mm -hmm. to others. Um, I think it's closer to that. I know with uh, other AR glasses and stuff like that we've had, sort of like a, a projector that projects like a little thing in the corner of a lens. These are full lens displays. Um, and so the base the base for the frames is $4.99 plus the price of your prescription, which I can imagine Apple's going to get really creative there and find a way to charge you seven dollars $800 to add your prescription or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, all data is going to be processed on your iPhone, which helps, I assume, with that price. Uh, really close to what we got with that first generation Apple Watch. Yeah. Uh, and when I got that piece of information, that put a lot into perspective for me because, you know, we've had concepts of these glasses for years. We've been talking about them. And I think that, you know, naturally, especially in the tech space, uh, we have our hopes up really high and we have really high expectations. And we see something like HoloLens and we sort of, that we, we believe, you know, that's what we can expect with these Apple AR glasses. And that's just not the goal. Um, they're they're supposed the it was kind of reverse engineered. The first thing was we need to make these look like glasses because we want people to wear them. And if they're intimidating, if they look like tech on your face, 
then it might be foreign to the Apple core demographic and they won't buy them. Um, and so I think this is a way to get what looks like regular glasses on people's faces and then expand that throughout the years. Like Apple watch, you know, is not just the most popular smartwatch. It's the most popular watch in the world. It is. And that happened in, in stages. And it was more like, okay, just get a limited product out there, have people wearing it. We'll collect that customer data, see how they use it, how they want to use it. And then we'll expand from there. So that's really what you can expect with these AR glasses uh, to sort of temper expectations. All the data is going to be processed on your iPhone. So think of it more like an accessory to your iPhone, yeah. just as the Apple Watch started. You know, the, and it um, makes. Go ahead. Go. You know, the thing that you're um, talking about when you brought up the idea of the Apple Watch is, you know, I remember the first Apple Watch. It was really basically a notification bracelet that kind of yeah. did a few steps and really was. Yeah, it played off the iPhone, but it just didn't do much. And we saw how it evolved. And when you pointed that out, and even just what you're talking about of how the Apple Watch is there, I remember, you know, getting some heat because I actually was not a fan of the first generation Apple Watch at all. I kind of mm-hmm. roasted. I'm like, you know, this it looks great. It looks like yeah. a cool watch, but it didn't. It honestly really didn't do much. Um, that made me like say, hey, this is where it's at. Once they hit Watch OS three, where they completely revamped the OS and you could kind of yeah. tell they're like, oh, we got it. You know, um, obviously, you know, we have people that we know that work at Apple and one of the guys from the team said, look, like you shouldn't be so hard on it because when we made Apple Watch, we made it so such like a, a canvas that could go in any direction. We wanted to pull data from how people were using it and then have that inform what direction we wanted to take it. When we first came out with this, like sometimes, for example, the Fitbit, that was a very specific type of product that knew exactly what it wanted to be. It wanted to be, you know, not a high cost display, but very fitness focused from the get go. It wasn't trying to be anything else other than that. But Apple's Apple watch was kind of like, Hey, we have this bracelet that gives you a few notifications. We're going to let it figure itself out. And it has now Yeah. to your point. It, it has evolved into one of my favorite Apple devices. And hasn't that taught you a lot about Apple strategy? Like now, when I see a first generation product, I won't, you know, be the first to jump on like, okay, what's the point of this? Because really that the Apple watch specifically has taught me to look at the bigger picture and consider like a five year plan. What, what is this going to look like in five years and see not, not the first gen product for what it is, but for what it opens up and what potential it has. And so I think the Apple watch has taught us a lot of lessons that put the Apple glass in perspective for me. And so my, you know, my expectations are a little bit lower now. Um, no, I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm. I think there are people on the internet that would be disappointed. I know a lot of the comments and stuff after this report came out, they were a little disappointed because they had their own expectations. Um, and again, if I was going to make something up, I'm sorry, I would have made something up cooler <laughs> than this. Uh, but so the original plan, which you know, we were hearing from Ming-Chi Kuo a couple years ago that it was coming out in 2020. That was the plan. So it was planned as a one more thing. And since it's an accessory, it was going to come with the new iPhone and the new Apple Watch um, at the end of the at the end of the event. And the real issue and the hang up here is that they really want media presence at the event. They want to be able to show it off. They want people to be able to interact with it and use it because other than this announcement, you won't see it for a year. It won't come out for for months if not exactly a year after 
And so they want media present there. It's a big deal to them. It's a new product category. And obviously, because of the pandemic right now, we don't really know what the guidelines look like a few months from now when the iPhone 12 is supposed to come out. From what I was told, the iPhone 12 event, instead of happening in September, because the iPhone 12 itself is delayed, which I reported two months ago, it seems that they're also considering just moving the entire event. Like they moved WWDC from June 1st to the, what is it, 22nd, I think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so same thing, just a few weeks later and happening in October. I don't know what the guidelines will look like then. I don't know if they'll be able to have uh, much media present there. If it doesn't happen then, I would expect, and I'm more so expecting it to happen in Q1 of 2021 with an actual product launch available to consumers at the end of 2021, so Q4. Um, and they've done this. They've done this with you know almost every new product that they launch in a new category. They announce it, and then it comes later. Yep. Except, uh, except for the air power mat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're yeah we're still uh, we're, we're still waiting, waiting we're still on that, buddy. They're still doing um, they're still doing stuff with that. And it made it made me consider something interesting. So um, real quick, the the iPhone was announced January twenty oh seven. The very first and then one. it actually came out in June that year. iPad was announced January twenty ten. Came out in April 2010. Apple Watch, September 2014, came out in April 2015. HomePod, same thing, June 2017, came out in February 2018. So this is a pattern with with when they launch new product categories, probably to just introduce it to developers and get them on board. Mm-hmm. Um, but something interesting that has come out since my report, somebody made the point... Um, Apple, when they release a new product in a new category, they have never released a product that was over $600, which makes my price point make a lot more sense because iPad was was like four something. I think four ninety nine. Yeah, Apple Watch was three fifty. I think when it launched. Mm-hmm. Um, same with AirPods. Like that, nothing has been introduced. That was over $600, and I think that is a pattern we can expect here because they don't want it to scare consumers or because especially when you when you introduce a brand new product that is foreign to people, yeah. part of that is, am I willing to take a chance on this for $500? I feel like that makes it almost impulse buy for Apple's core demographic if we if we can stay in that price range. But that, that just made everything really fall into perspective mm-hmm. that, and th- you know, that was part of Google Glass's problem. Yeah. Um, first of all, it was enterprise only. It looked crazy. It looked like <laughs> the future. Dude. And it was $1,500. Okay, not only did it look like the Borg, but I remember, <laughs> you know, people, people really, at least specifically in Silicon Valley, because I was living in San Francisco in the time, so right, we're talking about the tech mecca, all these dot coms. So you actually saw some people wearing them in public situations. And it wasn't it wasn't actually cool, right? It was weird. People would kind of look yeah. weird. I was at you remember a, there was like signs up at places yeah. where they were banned. Yeah. And so I was at a, a like a lounge bar place called oh crap, I can't remember what it's called. It's not called the library, it's something like that. Like the bookstore. It's something clever like that. And a dude was in the bar at night on his own wearing Google Glass. And I just had to talk to him. I wanted I was like, What I said, why are you wearing these things? in a bar and he's like because they're cool i'm like but is i'm like is this helping you meet people is this not and of course the only people that were talking to him were dudes which is fine but i th- i thought that 
that that thing looked so foreign to your point that I was like, there's an, I wanted to embrace it because I love I love that new stuff, right? We us tech fans, we love that new new. We want to try it out. We want to see does this actually fit into our life or not? What is the the right. magic catch to it that might get us hooked? But I I just couldn't do Google Glass. I just yeah. There was no way. There was just no uh, there's way. there was so many hangups there, and I feel like that's I the first feature of Apple Glass needs to be the price point and convenience, mm-hmm. not like you know any of the AR functionality that you <laughs> that you think you want in your head. The first the first thing that's going to get these things to be purchased is the price and convenience. Those that's got to be the first feature, and the prototype that I've seen. Um, was plastic though I believe the final material is is aluminum. Mm. Um, they, I guess I don't know if you've ever seen Wayfair's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Wayfair frames. Yeah, that's yeah. what they look like. That's what they look like. Um, it makes me wonder though if there are going to be multiple styles because it's kind of it's kind of a hard sell to be like, hey, everyone has to got has to buy this shape of frame mm. like. Glasses are so personal in people's lives. Like uh, the Apple Watch, you know, that works. But could you imagine seeing everyone around you at the scale that everyone wears Apple Watches where everyone just looks the same and wears the same glasses? And maybe, you know, and to your point, maybe not initially, right? They might have one that's a little softer looking for, you know, a more feminine-like look and then one that's more edgier mm-hmm. for a guy looking. Just at least start off with that because... You know, like right. they, like you said, and like we've talked about, kind of baby steps with that first generation. Those two models will look attractive enough as just regular glasses. Yeah, but yeah they may not be for everyone until, and maybe they start partnering. I mean, we saw with the Apple Watch, they started getting on board with like mm-hmm. luxury brands like Hermes, and they have so many different watch bands, which is different from a from glass frames. But at least the idea, the idea of that, to your point of like, they're they're gonna eventually, as this thing evolves and grows, incorporate more than one or two or three frame styles. They just have to. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the prototype that I saw had lidar on the right temple, but no other cameras. So there, that's a there. This was a point in the report where some people had questions. I'm not saying that there will that there won't be cameras on it, or that in the second generation there won't be cameras. I'm just being honest and saying that in what I saw, the prototype that I saw, which was it's a prototype from about two months ago, um, there were no cameras on it. And I was told that's due to privacy, um, even right now, just for the people working on it and employees and stuff like that. But that was a major hang up with Google Glass was those things had, uh, you know, those things had um, a camera on them. And so it was people were were sketched out when you warm around people, but also businesses, as we said, were banning them outright. You couldn't wear them. Uh, so. The privacy like that, I think, is really important to Apple. Um, so lighter on the right side that'll help with AR uh, and wireless charging, which I feel was obvious. But uh, so from what I saw, these will come with a plastic stand uh, that you you sort of you don't close the glasses or fold them up. You just flip you flip them over. Um, you flip them over right on their uh, right on the top of them. And you know, I they may work with other wireless chargers if you flip them over. I just know that these are coming with um, with a stand. That's, hey, is um, does your does your cat want to say hi on the show? 
Yeah, he's try- he's trying. He's been he's <laughs> it's, he's it's, over here like I want on. <laughs> it's barely audible, but I can tell. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, I wanted, on. I wanted to touch upon um, the lidar aspect because I thought that was actually probably one of the most, you know, at least from at least where they are right now, one of the most genius things to leave out is the camera because the number one question that any general person is going to say is like, well, is there a camera on it? And not for a good reason, for yeah. a bad reason. Because they're scared of it. It's it's weird. And so, um, yeah. So that was... And what, I mean, what? how can... How could they possibly implement them in a smart way for everybody? Like, there's, there's only two options. There's one, you just put a camera on it, and it very clearly has a camera on it, and you don't know if somebody's recording. Or two, there's like a blinking light, which is equally as terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also think, like, when you look at... Look... Look at what Snapchat tried to do with glasses. Like those, and they were kind of aimed for the young, hip generation. Though the fact that they had cameras on it didn't make them cool, right? You would have thought that those would be the type everyone was like, oh, this cool first person perspective, whether it was Google Glass or Snapchat. In both situations, um, whether we are we as a society aren't ready for that and also just don't want that, that, that hindered the, both of those products. Yeah. You know, so. They know what they're doing. I thought what was also interesting is when you mentioned the LIDAR, who knows if this is part of the equation, but um, I don't know if you had seen that story about how with iOS 14, they kind of have these new QR codes that yep. are like color-coned. And I've I've got to imagine or wonder that this LIDAR sensor would be able to see those QR codes and at least, you know, if this is going to be a, an experience where we're going to absorb information, how yeah. is it going to see it when you walk into businesses, whether it's these Apple QR codes or standard QR codes, that's going to be one of those ways to deliver information to those glasses. And that, and maybe that QR code is, whether it's specific to Apple stuff or maybe it's made for these glasses to see differently and kind of yeah, also I as mean, a brand, who knows? Didn't it? I believe the iOS 14 report was that they were AR QR codes. Yeah, yeah. So, and in my report, I said it scan the glass. The glasses will scan proprietary Apple QR codes. So, you know, we're just saying QR codes because that's sort of how they function. But don't don't imagine like we've all seen QR codes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> yeah. You look up the iOS 14 report. They look like they're pretty. Yeah, there's there's something else. So it scans that. Uh, all the LiDAR data right now from like the 2020 iPad, uh, the iPad Pro, and then later on down the year, uh, the iPhone 12, all of that data, like if you, you know, if you're opting in to share data with Apple, all the LiDAR data is going straight to the glass team to tr- just try to make the experience as, as cohesive as possible. Um, from what I've seen, no sunglasses currently, the displays, the the transparent displays don't work with tinted lenses. Um, they're controlled with gestures on the side on the side of the lenses or uh, sorry, on the frames, but also like swipe touch gestures you're saying. Yeah. So like similar to like the, the stem of AirPods, like a tap or a swipe back and forth. Um, but also gestures in front of them. And when I said in front of the device, people like imagine touching the front. No, no, no. Like putting your hands out in front of you. (laughs) Minority report, baby. Let's get there. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get there. Um, uh, UI called Starboard, which is similar to you know iOS. The the UI is called Springboard. Um, and Starboard, from what I've seen, looks uh, at least in its current format, looks similar to what we have on Apple Watch. Um, and so that you know that was the that's the initial report. That's a lot of information that um, you know there hasn't really been anybody in between. It's either people were like. Okay, uh, yeah, this this is a comprehensive report. And then there's some people that's like, no, nope, he made it all up. 
<laughs> so, that's the only option. I that I I yeah. It's here's here's what's crazy. It's too it's too good to be true for people because they're like, how does one man? Yeah. How does Apple's most dangerous man? <laughs> well, know sen- this you know, much? since we've been on since I last did the podcast, Phil Schiller blocked me on Twitter. That's I, pretty cool. <laughs> that's actually I don't know why he would block you though. Wouldn't he want to know what you're up to? Maybe it bugs him think so, so much. Maybe it bugs him too much. He's like, I don't want to know this. <laughs> you guys take care of it. I don't want to I know really this. like Phil. I really, I yeah. think he's great on stage and um I've never tweeted at him in my life. Uh somebody <laughs> somebody had tagged somebody had tweeted and like tagged me and Phil Schiller in a tweet. And for some reason, it was like under a Phil Schiller tweet. And it said, this person limits who can see their tweets. And I was like, did Phil Schiller make his account private? That'd be a really weird move, huh? I clicked on his Twitter and it's like, no, it's just you. You're blocked. And I was like, oh, no way. Oh, Oh, that's sad. But it's also a great, I don't, I don't think there's a a better cosign to my sources Mm -hmm. and my, you know, my reputation and my accuracy than the vice president of marketing blocking me. So, you know, I want to um, talk about this video where, you know how you said you're, you've tempered your expectations because now you've seen it and know it. Did anything stick out to the video that you were like, at the time, oh my gosh, because the fact that you have the video and you're being really smart about this, look, yeah. you aren't leaking it because of legal reasons. You're trying to find out, can you or not, or what, you know, what you're protected under because... Well, I don't know if I've mentioned what my issues are and why the video hasn't been released yet, but I'm totally cool uh, saying it on this podcast because I know there's a lot of questions about it. And uh, so my my lawyers have it. And part of that is, you know, to protect me because it's a video of a working prototype. And I don't want, you know, I don't want theft to be a charge that can go against me. Mm-hmm. I obviously don't have them. Um, but the issue is I'm afraid of a whole team going down here because all pro all these prototypes, Apple's actually really smart. There's a lot of security measures in place and each prototype is a different color. So the one that I've, the one that I have video of is a specific color. Mm. And if that were to get out, it would easily give up the, the team that worked on it. Um, the easy explanation there or fix is make the video black and white. And even then, like some color data can probably be taken from that. So distorting it a bit helps. But the biggest glaring issue is that they weren't, we weren't able to get them out of an Apple facility. And the video clearly shows a certain place Mm, mm. and would easily, you know, identify the country it's in, the exact location, the exact factory. And, I just, you know, with people saying, oh, you haven't seen the video or saying that I haven't given, I haven't given enough. My ego wants to be like, screw you guys. Here's the whole video. <laughs> but I'm trying, I'm trying my best to just, you know, my first priority is always to protect the sources, but man, people keep are like, you're just making this up. You haven't seen anything. And I just want to be like, screw everybody. Here's the video. Here's everything. You Sorry, don't, sources. <laughs> you don't, you don't, but need yeah, to, that's don't need the thing I'm trying video. to be careful yeah, of. You don't, I mean, let the, let the naysayers, say what they want to say the genie's out you know i mean that mm-hmm. that's just how it is what is um you know it's i love the fact that you're back because you know we were already talking about the iphone and, and i remember even after off off after the show we kind of had to talk about just you're like dude this is so stressful for me right this is really stressful yeah. you, you made it a point to kind of give people an insight into kind of the psyche of being a leaker has that 
has that anxiety almost <laughs> elevated with this one? Yeah, I'm just that curious. version of that version of me that talked to you last month had no clue <laughs> what was coming. <laughs> um, yeah. So the thing with this story is that I ha- I've been working on it for so long, and it's been a priority of mine. Like, I wanted to be the first person that brought the first report forward for these things. Like, a, well, I, we've had reports, but a full comprehensive like list of things to expect, just a leak dump. Um, and so that's funny name for it. Yeah. I, I, I keep seeing that everywhere and now I use it. I keep seeing leak dump and I'm like, that's yeah, I, that's cool. I'll use that. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to be the first. And, uh, so, you know, while we've been leaking, you know, we leaked the iPhone 12 pricing lineup and I'll, that has been quickly forgotten about because, you know, I immediately a week later dropped, um, the AR glass story. And I definitely feel a need to take a breather now. Not even for, yeah, I have a lot of anxiety, but it's getting, the heat's getting turned up from the Apple perspective. And uh, I just want to like calm the the sources and the people that, that work with me. Um, and so we, we always plan to put that story out. That was, that was never, that wasn't like a, an, an impulse story that we're just like, oh, well, we have this information. Let's get it out. The plan was to always get it out. I've been talking about it for a month or two. Um, and right now, uh, so earlier this week, Apple, when they released uh, the new Pride Bands, they briefed the press. And at the end of the press briefing, they had asked straight up at the end, Apple PR was like, do you know John Prosser or his sources? And people just verbally, yes or no. Um, That's insane. Well, it got crazier because after I released the AR Glass story, um, they immediately went back to the press and made them sign legal documents stating that they don't know who I am. They don't know my sources. Uh, And I know that that probably sounds like interference with freedom of the press, but this wasn't like they just went to every publication and said, hey, sign these documents. It was their publications that have a working relationship with Apple. So it was more, more or less like, hey if you want, you know, a working relationship with us in the future and you want, you know, you, you want these press briefings, you got to, you got to agree that you don't know who his sources are. Or you don't work with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that's like, that's the next I, level, I, dude. Yeah. I have known of an internal investigation to, to me and I'm not worried about that because, you know, I'm, I'm in America. Freedom of the press is a thing, but to see that it's becoming less internal and they're just so, sort of throwing everything at the wall and going towards like, you know, this is on the front end. Now they're going to the press and making them sign documents that they don't know who I am. That's kind of terrifying that they're just like, obviously they're not happy. And I think it's because like every week I'm dropping something major and it's not, it's not like random and, uh, it's, it's vital information, especially like we, I don't think we've ever seen a leaker that spoils dates or spoils surprise press releases, the times and everything. And I think that might be what they're worried about the most. Yeah, consistently and on the money. Yeah. Know? I think I it's not even, you know, it's not even so much me. It, it's just like obviously somebody of interest in that company is giving out information and they they want to find out who. Mm-hmm. But they're not even close. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not I don't want to taunt them and make it worse, but you're not <laughs> even close. <laughs> so, you know, you you were talking about these glasses and you you know you wear glasses 
right? Yeah. Um, and so, what what would be your, you know, before we wrap this up, because you know your time is valuable, man. But this has been awesome and fun. What would be the if you? I know I'm putting you on the spot. What would be that maybe one feature that you were hoping that the Apple Glass could have? That's it could be practical or this could be totally made up because I'm putting you on the spot. But what do you think would be maybe one of those things that you wish Apple Glass would do out of the gates? Or eventually. It, rem- it reminds me of like, uh, I, I feel like I haven't played video games in a long time. But those um, NASCAR games or racing games where it would display track information on the road. Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. And that's an actual thing. Like a focus is navigation and maps. Um and that just sounds so dope, especially like driving or walking, um, not having to look down at your phone and just having like real data provided to you that looks like it's in the real world. I think AR is so cool. VR is is really cool. And it's I think VR is very valuable down the road when it's when it's matured for people who, um, you know, maybe handicapped or paralyzed and they can't go out and experience certain things. I think VR is like magic mm. in, in that sense. But AR, you know, integrating virtual things into what you actually see in the real world, that's fascinating to me, and that's the future. Um, so I, I, that's, that's the killer feature to me is the uh, – not the notifications or, or anything like that, but just map data, real-time data in the real world. Um, QR codes like at a Starbucks where you can – where a, a menu pops up in the lenses – just stuff like that is just so cool, um, and I would I, I'm really excited to see these things in you know five years. I, we had couldn't have imagined what a mature Apple Watch looked like. Seriously, so I'm super excited to see a matured like Apple Glass. I think it's really really cool. What about you? If I had, I mean, you make probably one of the most compelling things because a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, if, can I? Are we going to be able to use these when we drive?" We yeah, no, yet. I think that. You know, this is going to become a privacy thing, so I don't know how real this could happen. I've talked about it on my show before, but, you know, we meet a lot of people every day. And yeah, pull up your Facebook. <laughs> if you just could identify, you know, yeah. whether maybe you opt in. We may, this is, again, this is creepy town. I get it. But maybe it's a thing where you opt into this feature to be part of this aspect of the ecosystem because you're an Apple Glass owner. And if I can, and it's not strangers they have to be approved maybe they already have to be contacts or friends or something but man if it could save that person's face and then when you see them whether yeah. it's a pr contact a business contact a acquaintance and let you know who they are that that would be kind of sick that that's that's one of those things that sounds like crazy town until it's not you know it's yeah. like if I mean, it'd be scary and weird, but five <laughs> years from now, maybe that's the normal thing. I mean, people thought that cameras on on phones was weird when it happened, and they they fought back against it. And now it's now it's not crazy town. So, I think that would be super cool. We'd have a lot less crime too. <laughs> Just be like, oh, I know who you are already. <laughs> like they'd make Apple would have their separate own crime database that would yeah <laughs> that would passively identify people around you right. So it calls nine one one and sends a picture of your attacker. Hey, bro! Right now, you don't want your face in this system right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyways, John, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, absolutely, dude! Just killer information, and always just great talking to you. You know, I do as someone who like you know cares about you. I do want you to be careful right now. You know, 
because the heat absolutely is a, the yeah. heat is a little hotter you know yeah um trying to trying to do my best to take a breather for uh for the sources but also it's so much fun <laughs> and I'm, I'm learning to get better at it like i used to get really anxious about people doubting me or or the story but uh i have learned to just accept you know the, the really cool thing about accurate leaks is like you don't have to believe it it just happens and um you know time tells my story i don't need to convince anybody of anything uh and i think that's the coolest part my job is to just get accurate information out there not to convince you that's awesome, bro. All right. Well, hey, uh, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for coming on the show, John. Um, you know what? Before, because I did tell people where to find you, but maybe you can kind of let people know that are listening all the different platforms and things you've got going so they can track you down as well. Perfect. Yeah. I have a, since we're doing a podcast, my, my podcast Recycle Bin is That's in so. the top charts. You can find me there. Um, or just search my name, John Prosser, or Front Page Tech uh, to find my show. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find. <laughs> All right, John. Well, thanks so much, man. Be good, be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks for having me, dude. So there you go. Apple Glass. I'm telling you, that whole leak dump and all that information, I mean, that there's so much work that goes into what John put out there, and I think what was more fascinating is how he got into kind of the aspects of the actual video he has. He hasn't talked about that publicly, so that was kind of some cool insight that you got here, but always appreciative of the guests that come on the show and John he he is he is the real deal baby so people that were questioning him earlier you can, you you I don't know the track record speaks for itself all right well before we go we got to give a big thanks big shout out to our platinum apple sponsors at the $100 level Brandon Ledford Gil Cabrera Wesley Frader Jarrett Lewis and Eric Cohen thank you for all of your support and I talked about it earlier. I didn't touch upon it in the middle of the show. Just real quick in the beginning, this show is completely independent. I love your support. I know times are crazy right now. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you do it. Starting at $2 per month. $5 is a cup of coffee if that's the value that I give you per month. $10, $25, $100 on the platinum level. Uh, you guys and gals allow me to do this, and I'm so grateful. And it's really fun to be able to bring this stuff to you as well. All right, uh, that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week as usual, roughly the same bat time, same bat channel. But hope you're doing all well, keeping safe, sheltering in place, and uh, staying mentally healthy because that's a big thing as well. So just thinking about y'all and hope that this kind of helps pass some time and also nourishes that brain of yours. All right, take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. <laughs>